I'm Amelia Myers. Hi, I'm Jason Rosenwald. And, and this, this is Married, married to Hollywood. Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly about being married to each other and the industry. Hello, Hello. my love. <laughs> how are you today? <laughs> I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How's, How's your week, babe? My week? Um, it's off to a good start. Um, it's a slow week, I guess, to start. I'm trying to... Well, since we since we checked in, it's been a... It's been, we, we, how was your weekend? Oh, weekend. How was the end of the week? <laughs> um, how was your Easter? How's Passover how's going? How's my Easter? Passover's <laughs> going fine. Easter, I was at my we day job. We ate matzah with almond butter on it earlier. What about, what about you? Uh, it was good. It was, it was busy. I had uh, one day where I felt like mom wins on top of the world. And then I had <laughs> one day. Okay, this is actually kind of funny. Many years ago, like 11 or 12 years ago, I was living on the West side and it was Passover and I was being very strict of, you know, keeping Passover, no unleavened bread, you know, all, all the good stuff. And I just, I had had a day, I don't remember exactly what had happened that day, but nothing had quite gone right. And I got home and there was nothing I could eat in the house that was kosher for Passover. And I was just too exhausted to go back out to the grocery store. And I was raiding the pantry trying to find something. And I went, you know what? I can have this. And I'm just going to relax. And it's just one of those nights I need to do this. So I make myself a bowl of oatmeal. And then I call my brother Ivan. And I'm telling him about my day. And I mentioned that I was now eating oatmeal. He goes, um, I don't honey. know how to tell you this. I was like, yeah. He goes, oatmeal's not going for Passover. And I just paused and burst out into tears and then like laughing. So I say this because the other night, Jason gets home. Now, I had been in quite a, a, a state all day. You know, there are times when as a parent, you just have to put on a happy face in front of the baby because you don't want them to pick up on your emotions, she's, especially at this age. constantly reminding me to do that. Well, yes, because now she's at the age you really can't swear in front of her. Tones can't get elevated. <sighs> like she's right at the age where she's going to start picking That's up on so it. so hard. I know. <laughs> I know. But it was, a, it was a hard day. Everything was fine. It was just, it was, it was one of those days. And her nap was off and everything was off. And I was like, I have to go to the grocery store. I have to get to Rite Aid and I need to get outside with her because I hadn't been outside yet. And I was like, this is, I got to do this. So she wakes up from the afternoon nap and we go to Rite Aid and I pick up my prescription and we get to Whole Foods and she's strapped on me and we're talking about the different groceries as we're going up and down the aisle and she's being adorable. And I was like, all right, what are we getting for, for dinner? And I picked up cauliflower and I picked up sweet potato. And I was looking at the time and I didn't have time to properly marinate any chicken for it to taste good. So I did go to kind of a prepared area, but Whole Foods is all, you know, healthy and happy in certain spots. Bougie. Yeah, and there was this one marinated pre-done chicken breast with like a honey bourbon something. And I read all the ingredients since we're gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free. We had to be very specific when you pick up pre-packaged stuff. The sodium level was low. There was no dairy. There was no gluten. There was a little bit of soy bean oil, but I went, you know what? It's all good. I was like, yes, cool. Get home. I have dinner sort of getting ready. I have the baby going down. She had a hard time going down. She's teething. I come downstairs, I heard Jason get home, and I look at him and I went, hi. He goes, hi. And I had everything like ready to go to cook. And he goes, my honey, and yeah. He went, I don't want to tell you this. I was like, what? He went, is what you picked up for dinner safe for us to eat? Can we eat that? I don't think we can eat that. I went, no, no, no. I looked. It's dairy-free. It's gluten-free. It's good. There's a little sugar, but it's good. And you went, no, I don't think it's kosher for Passover. And I look at him and I went, how the heck is chicken breast with broccoli, cauliflower, and sweet potato, not kosher Passover. And he explains bourbon, to honey. me that bourbon, I don't drink alcohol much. 
<laughs> is not kosher Passover. And I, I just felt the bulge in my throat come up, the tears well out of my eyes, and that was. And that's what we had for dinner because I'm not going to let my wife cry. <laughs> Jason to me looks at me and goes, "She does such oh, an exceptional honey, job of taking oh, care of the honey. home." Well, because he had this thing of like, you know, bourbon is not kosher Passover. Hello, yeah, and well, I was, my, and, and I just my like, tone didn't start. Lost there. it, and he <laughs> was like. Come here. And I was like, I thought I was being so good. I got no, out of the, the house wife. and I have dinner getting ready to go. And it was, it was, it was a, it was a fine moment, but that's kind of an accurate representation of how the last week has been. Almost every day has been like, I'm killing it. And then like, oh, get the rug pulled up. Out from under you. Yeah. It's kind of like our situation with guests for this week. Amelia did a great job of booking three guests <laughs> so that we could have a few <laughs> weeks of guests in the can so that we could just record our weekly check-ins ahead. You know what? Life happens. We're all actors. We're all and artists. And people got sick. And, and it, it life happens. So tonight is yeah. just going to be uh, the OG3, as we like to say. Just, you know. The two of us and our dog and, Brady. And Brady's down here. Um, but overall, no. It, the week was, week was all right. I just had, you know, that... That, that one night, it just took me back to 22-year-old me where I was failing at Passover. <laughs> so 34-year-old me failed at Passover again for, you know, mm-hmm. an evening. Besides from that, things are good. Good. Today, we went to the downtown... The jewelry district. Jewelry district. Visit with my parents. Lila to visit her Gammy and Zadie. And, and, and Marion. And Marion, whose birthday. Marian, whose birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Marion. Um, but yeah, no, overall, it's been... Been pretty, pretty, pretty good. I, good. I, I gotta say, and overall, I'm good. It's just when those moments creep up, it's oh. amazing how that can just kind of take the wind out of your sails. Well, that is actually uh, a good place for us to maybe then transition into the notion of priorities. Sure. Yes. So something that we're going to focus on for this week is um, just talking about how you prioritize things as a couple and how you prioritize things as an actor. Yeah, no, there's so much to be said when it when it comes to that. Um, personally, when it comes to you and me, it's that whole thing of life and our family unit is, I don't want to say more important, because I know that that can be misconstrued, like we don't take the career seriously, but it's, it is the top priority. So trying to put that all in order when something comes up like a shoot or like an audition or how all that works. Um, but I think the main thing that most married couples run into, people in general, but married couples especially, is finances and yeah, keeping it definitely. all uh, in order. And we and were open. doing... And I, open. I think that's one of the things that um, finances for me, because I, I graduated college with quite a bit of debt. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been very lucky and helped by family to help take care of it and get ahead on it. I, I took care of a lot of it myself, but, you know, it's... It's been a struggle and a burden. We're getting there. We're getting there. But <laughs> every time we go, close. how are we so broke? We're like, right, because we're throwing every penny here. But it's a... Uh, <laughs> and now on top of that, to now our little there's girl. there's a baby. Um, that changes everything. But <laughs> what, I was, what I was hoping we could talk about this week, and I'll open it up about it to yes. kind of give you an idea of go what I was it. thinking, was like, so prioritizing. So you can invest in yourself. So it's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go. I want to be a doctor. I'm going to invest in my education. I'm going to go into debt for hundreds of thousands of dollars, but by the time that I graduate, I will more than likely have job placement in my chosen field. Where you know. And then after five, ten years, mm-hmm. I'll not only be out of that debt, but earning right. like real money. Right. And so 
we, we talked about it briefly on the pilot episode, the notion of like getting started. What's the first thing you did? And it's like, well, okay, well you need to get headshots. You need to get on the casting registries. Mm -hmm. You need to invest in a real, uh, workshops, uh, networking, networking. Yeah. Showcasing, joining an acting studio, acting studio, um, joining UCB, getting, taking dance classes, taking voice classes, taking taking yoga to take care of your mind. If you need to take care of, if you need mental health, um, taking care of your health insurance, which is an expense Mm -hmm. and prioritizing all of these things as an actor it's like all right cool i know i need to i need to pay my dues so that i can stay in the union right that happens twice a year i need to pay my equity dues by the way great thank you i and it's it's april it's april so (laughs) So our sag dues are are coming coming any minute too and then so you look at that and i always do the thing of you pay it as soon as the bill comes. second the bill comes this is this is where Amelia and i differ yes largely it's like oh i'll pay it no it comes in and i'm like now there's actually now there's some castings (laughs) i think it's imdb pro i need to re-up because the credit card I had already, it's been a year. Gosh, wow. Well, and like where um, our our two, because we had so much financially separate that when we merged everything, because we made merge not the Werve. <laughs> the Myers Werve. <laughs> not that every couple decides to merge all their finances, um, but we merged all for finances. We decided to. We yeah. just have we each have a separate credit card that we barely use. Barely. Um, I do have my own credit card. You have your own credit card. But, but you have, eyes, have the joint. But you have eyes on my credit card because my credit card's on our credit card app. That's true. I don't have eyes on but yours. But I never use well, it. I mean, I know. I, I used I it once recently, and that was to get you your half birthday present. Which you overspent. I love it. But you uh, half birthdays where it's important. <laughs> a half gift is more expensive than any gift we can afford right now. We we're talking about our first mother and father's day. We're like, yes, okay, that's coming what should, up. What should our limit we were be? Like, we need to put a cap on it. No, but this is what I'm talking about. Priorities. It's like, no, it's true. Ten dollars, fifteen, thirty. <laughs> because being together is more important. I did say to him, um, with work, he has to request certain days off at a certain time in advance, and I was like, make sure you request off May 12th and June 16th. And he was like, why? It's like, because it's our first Mother's Day and Father's Day. And he was like, oh, my gosh. And that's just something important. Even if it's just the three of us taking a stroll along the beach and that's what we do that day. I just want to do something just the yeah, three of be us, nice. you know? Yeah. You have to go to an unpopular beach because I feel like that's what a lot of families want to be Yeah. Let's stay away from them. That's true. Let's go a little further. Agoraphobic. Well, that's why I was that's why I was saying maybe Malibu or something because I've never yeah, been. Yeah, because no one we, goes up to Malibu. But no, no, no. The little, the little pocket that we know. Everyone knows that pocket. No, no, it's our secret pocket. Yeah, you're right. No it's one's ever parking. Parking is always no, super easy there. No one knows about it. <laughs> I, I haven't, I haven't <laughs> definitely been in a triathlon on that beach. No, not at all. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> With dolphins that we thought were sharks for yeah, while you're training. Um, but so, like, so for me, so for me, when I first moved out here and I uh, was trying to figure out financing, job, all that stuff. I was like, all right, cool. So the first thing you need to do is get headshots so that you can put materials together to send to people. Now, for you, how often as a woman are, are you taking headshots? So it depends. Uh, you really are supposed to every year to every two years unless you really do look the same, but you then drastically change something like a haircut mm-hmm. or you lose weight or gain weight. Um, there was one stretch where for six years I didn't really need it. <laughs> and I was I mean, very, very really lucky because I, I much at all. thank you. But if, then when I yeah. cut my hair, I really needed it. Then um, you had bangs for a little bit. I had bangs for a while. Then I cut the hair so short. Recently, I've heard no grown person should have bangs, and I thought of you when I heard that. I don't remember if it was a newspaper. Interesting. Newspaper. Well, working, working. I don't know Zoe if Deschanel. I saw a link. Working fine for her. <laughs> I feel like Zoe Deschanel was Zoe Deschanel before she was bangs. Bangs. Right. Well, not not to the. She was known, but she was not 
yeah. Zoe Deschanel. And that really made her super quirky. The bangs. Um, I liked the bangs. They were cute, but I didn't love them. They weren't me. You didn't feel but sexy. But I cut my hair short. And it didn't feel like me. It didn't feel right. <laughs> <laughs> so I've grown my hair long again. Um, and now that I've lost all the baby weight, I just saw my Facebook memory two years ago was my favorite headshot with the red lipstick that mm-hmm. Eric Roy did yeah, with yeah, Studio yeah. Roy. And I... That was two years ago? Two years wow, ago. It was April of quick. 17. And my hair was about, you know, here, about collarbone, mm. and now it's getting longer again. And I had the thought of, shoot... Do I need to do this again? I've lost the baby weight. My face and body, it yeah. does look different. So we need... My hair is longer. Oh, shoot. Maybe I do need to. I A little wiser around the eyes, you know. Is that how we're little, phrasing little, it? Little fine lines. You know, I'm a is that how sleep-deprived I'm, mama. I want to start referring to the white in my beard. and Wise. Uh, the there you go. A wise beard. A wise <laughs> temple of the hair. Um, That's totally English. But no, there, there were, but there are things you do when you first move here of you trade services with friends who do things or you find the photographers who are just getting going to yeah, save some money. Yeah, but now I feel like we're so far past that. To like, now, now it's we have like to prioritize. you got to do it. And headshots can range from anywhere between 300 to 1,300 The low tier is 13, or is a 250 to 3. And uh, no, not the low tier. The aff- no, 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 no. Like, low uh, tier of affordability. Low tier of affordability. Yeah, I feel like you have to throw affordability in there because we have a lot of friends. Oh, not quality. Oh, that's okay. not what I meant. No, I, no, I hear what you mean. No, but that is to not refer what I to somebody meant. as low tier. No, no, no. Low <laughs> tier affordability. Um, and then I think the most expensive company I know right now is 1800 Yeah. Like, we can't do that. I would love to shoot with them at some point, but we can't do that. No. Um, um, but... I think that's one of the things that's crazy. It's like, all right, now when I look at expenses, I think, I'm like, all right, cool. Every paycheck I get and I'm prioritizing things, I think, honestly, the priority as an actor is so low. I know. What is that? How do you feel about that? Oh, a mix of emotions because, of course, you want to... You and I were just talking about this. It's time for me to get back into dance class. Mm -hmm. It's time for me to be working out... in the acting world in a scene studying class. Yeah. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The words. You know how I feel about certain things, but it's time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just don't have the funds. It's a lower priority. It's more important to pay rent, pay mm-hmm. bills, mm-hmm. get groceries, take care of her. And so you do start reconfiguring things. Like, and oh, it yeah, comes I'll pay with for, a, a mixed bag of emotions. classes for her before right. I go get headshots for myself. Absolutely. And, and what like, does that do oh, career-wise? Because no. <laughs> for family and that world, of course that's the right choice. Yeah. But then for why we are here and why we do what we do, yeah. it makes you go, huh. Well, the other night a friend of mine was asking for a hard copy resume, and I was thinking of my or hard copy a headshot resume, and I like, ran home because he needed it for a meeting. He was being really gracious, and he was you know being really helpful. And what is the 8 by 10 photo you have printed I right have now? N- it what is did you grab? It's not the purple shirt. Is it the blue shirt? It's the blue shirt yeah. down that um, that like tunnel that's like the Glen. That I was going to say that's what, four years? Almost five? It's after we got married. Well, after we got married. I think it was... It's, it's four, four years. Four years ago. It's four. Because the set you did not too long ago, that was awesome. You never printed 8 by 10s no. because not many people do 8 by yep. 10 anymore. But it is important to always have a little bit Oh, I need to do that. But around. then it's expensive. Like, all right, cool. Now I have to Of going to reproductions. Or, or whoever. Or whoever it's going to be. <laughs> and printing it out. And there are yeah. all of those added expenses. And I, Does it make you feel like we're not giving our all when that happens? Or because of life... It's just the reprioritization. I think it's the kind of prioritizing. No prioritization. That's 
Is that an Amelia Bonnick's word? Or is that a real word? I think it's technically all real components of speech. I don't know if the word but is But it's an Amelia Bonnick's actually. Okay, cool. Um, cool, cool. It's, uh, the, for me, I think it's the kind of thing where I, um, it's like me prioritizing getting you flowers or me prioritizing filling up your car with Which gas. Which I love that. But it's, you come home with flowers. It's like when it's on my mind mm-hmm. and like even if it's a fleeting thought when it comes to taking care of you or her, I cling to them. Yeah. When it comes to taking care of me and thereby my career, it falls so far behind. And sometimes I think... I do the exact same thing. Well, and sometimes I think that that's like... Could imagine if... Imagine if that were flipped and mm-hmm. that was us with our marriage and our child. How difficult that would be to maintain. Holy cow. How, like, are we realistically maintaining our relationship then with Hollywood? No, it would fall... Uh-huh. Like, what are we doing? Are we prioritizing Because if it was flipped, our relationship would fall apart. Any relationship Any would. relationship would. And, and it's not like... We're not doctors... No. We're, we're not, we don't have to go and punch in a, punch in a hospital. We're not on no. call, but we are on call as actors. But we are as far as auditions but, and creating your own work and content and, and you're doing constantly things. working, but you're not working necessarily because there's no goal. There's no, all right, cool. Now, you know, you've gone through that surgery and now you wait until you're needed for surgery again. Right. You've seen that patient. You've gone through that court case. I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like being an attorney is very similar to being an actor because it's just so much prep, so much prep, so much prep. But you And actually, then that one thing's over and then you have to. But you actually have a case. You have an assigned thing and you know what you're working on. Yeah. Um, Project by project. That's a wonderful analogy. But I, I think that sometimes I think, um, my relationship with Hollywood is kind of like friends with benefits, not always the marriage I'd like it to be. (laughs) Or like, um, is that? I love that. Can that be the the title of this episode? (laughs) (laughs) Not married to Hollywood, but we're friends with benefits. Friends with benefits. Our relationship's complicated on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, no, it, it's that. It, is that a necessarily a bad thing, though, as mm, we are navigating this first year I of parenthood? I don't know if it's a bad thing. It's definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing. And I feel guilt about it at times. Yeah. Because I, um, I was talking to my dad about it today, like finances. It's like, okay, cool. When our lease is up, where are we moving are to? We moving? And then where can we afford to live? Because I love our house. And, but then I like those, those dominoes in my I head like start it. to fall, and I'm like, man... I really need to figure out income levels. Yeah. And you're like, prioritization. That's what made me think of this for today. I was like, all right, so if we're going to focus on making sure that we can pay all of our bills and still be on our feet to be actors, right? how do we create that income level? Speaking of which, what? little side note, mm-hmm. I booked my first wedding in a very long time for my company, Dance and Romance, where I choreograph original dances for... So if you weddings. if you listen to this, I do songs. I and do weddings. You have a friend in the Southern California area mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or DC or Vegas because it'd be yeah no I do it there I do base yeah. of, we have a place to stay. <laughs> um, and you have a friend or family member that is getting married and they need an awesome. See, we can original, do a live read for you. Oh, thank you because it's actually me. An original <laughs> first dance for your wedding, or if you want to surprise your bride and groom with an original song, because I do that too. Check out danceandromance.com and uh, yeah but it, it was cool because out of nowhere mm-hmm. I got these two it's just amazing how your energy yeah but now because I was like I'm ooh not, but uh, now I need to get I'm momentum gonna, behind but it but I'm possibly. not gonna I'm not going to take the mickey out of that because no please don't because I'm really excited about it but then you think about how that, gets, <laughs> that money gets allocated yeah no it's gone it's, it's gone, gone before it even gets yeah, here that's every almost every paycheck right now is spoken for uh, yeah and I think that that's, that's one of so the true. hardest things about being married so with true. a kid in, in LA is that all right if 
the baby and the rent and just the operational costs, take everything out, how are we going to prioritize being an actor? So for me, because uh, I work for the acting studio that I study at, it's Mm -hmm. like a real benefit that I get an opportunity to um, work, see other actors work and grow that way. But I'm constantly like, I look at networking opportunities and it's like, all right, cool. You got to be at this place between five or like, like when we're, we'd be putting Liza to bed or on our date night. And it's like, Oh, do we really want to spend our date night? Cause we only get one night a week to go out and, but think about it. If it was, think about it, if it was reversed (laughs) it's like, do we really only have, I only get one night a week to be with my wife or spouse. And your response is, Oh man, I don't really want to spend that money. You're bring, you're bringing up a really good point, Faith, because it's and I it's think true to harken back to something that um, Carl Menninger once said. Carl Menninger, throwing it way back. Way hey, back. American we're, University, we're super old. Um, <laughs> is that he said he once said, and I, I disagree with this on many many levels, hmm. but he once said you can't be in a relationship with the entertainment industry and be in a successful romantic relationship. Like one of them has to take a back seat at some point. I vaguely remember him saying this. Well, but I think he says it to every class. Yeah. But my my I think I've heard you say that. Attributing it to him? Yeah. My my beef with it is the notion that well then how do you have kids? Yeah. <laughs> how which we you, now have. How do you maintain a healthy adult relationship with anyone? Mm-hmm. How do you negotiate a career and have the career be emotionally and spiritually fulfilling, but then also have any relationship? Because I think all those things are commingled and intermingled. Mm-hmm. So, I, and the relationships you have and cultivate in life are the essence of yeah. being. As far as so, last week you shot a short film. I did. I was back on set for the very first time since being a mom. How did that feel? It as a felt. Mom? Don't talk about it as an actor. Think about it as a mom. <laughs> it felt so weird as a mom. Did, how did, did um, you feel bad? Guilty? There was the first morning I left because the first shoot was morning for me. Um, and I had to leave at 545. And that's usually when Lila's getting up to feed. And I felt tremendous guilt washing my face and brushing my teeth, pumping in order to leave milk for you to feed her when she woke up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> and then once I got there, it was great. It was great, um, but the drive too, it felt really weird. And I was like, "All right, time to take off mom hat and put actor hat back yeah, on." We talked about that. And how do I do this? It was really bizarre. Um, there was definitely a little guilt associated with it. Did you feel rusty? Ah, uh, I tell you what. No, oh, I, I was. I was. Afra- <laughs> I was afraid I was going to, but once I got there and we were in it, it came right back. But there was that nervousness of, "Oh gosh, am I going to be able to?" Snap back in and deliver. But there was, I, I did find myself between takes pulling on my phone and showing pictures of her to people who were around who were asking or wondering, mm-hmm. hey, I've is always she down been, for I've a always nap been curious about your perspective on this as an actor. Do you think Jeez. that that, I mean, the character's not so dissimilar and out there that, that that would be inappropriate, but do you feel like that on a global perspective, do you think that that, is just the nature of how things are going to be. Like you're immediately going to come back down to earth and be mom again. Or is that oh. just like, cause the character was kind of like close enough to you that you're like, oh, okay, cool. I can just like take her off in between takes. It might've been more of that. Okay. Um, but I do think from here on out, no matter what role, no matter what set I am mom first. 
And I do think that is going to not be a hurdle. Hurdle's the wrong word. But if I'm doing like an intense character and I'm doing something, it might be hard to separate the two and, and stay away from mom while I'm doing that. That's a very good that's a very good question. I hadn't really thought about it. I just think that one of the hardest things that we do is uh, as actors is we we don't lie to ourselves, but we we create new pathways in our brain or like our physiology actually changes while we're being in character. Mm-hmm. They've done studies. Mm-hmm. So are you, and your physiology definitely changes when you become a parent if you're doing it right. Big time. So <laughs> if you're doing it right. No, I Yeah, but, no, but it's, it's and true. And I don't I don't just mean as a mother, I mean as a father too. Yeah. The notion that like I always have to have a priority mm-hmm. that's ahead of my own. Mm-hmm. But then as a character, your priorities have to be of singular objective and focus so that the, you can create a believable world for the people who are watching you. It's like all right. of these it's all of these But like, I also think there's a skill being an actor of yes, when you're working you delve right in, but you should be able to turn the switch off out. and yeah, come, back, come out back out so that you're not stuck or trapped or or Do you think getting back in is going to be more challenging? Between the like coming by coming out like between a take or no, not for lunch break or just take, in general. Just like if getting like um so uh, fast forward three, four years, five years from now. Lila's in elementary school. I guess that's uh, kindergarten, kindergarten or something. Kindergarten. Oh, my God. I don't want to fast forward that too quickly. But <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> but she's sick. She, she's got to go to school. She's sick. You've got a commercial. Yeah. You have to go. Yeah. How do you prioritize that? I'm on location someplace else. Like, like the for that overnight shoot we i had to stay i just like I, I, my anxiety just rose spiked. by you saying that yeah well, and like for me oh, the uh, you had that overnight shoot on what was it wednesday or no you had a, a table read for that wednesday and i had to stay at home and find a coverage for myself yeah. with the acting studio so i had to find coverage at work yeah so, so that, that i could, could go to the table read so that we didn't have an extra expense of a sitter. Right, because that is a big issue, is that extra expense of a sitter so, for us in our life yeah, further but, where we are right but now. but the the notion of at any point, missing out on a shoot because Lila was or so like missing sick. Out because on, of course, Lila being home it takes or like priority. Missing absolutely. Like she if does. there's a non-mom audition and your baby's like, I'm at work. You have a last-minute audition. Here are these three pages. You've got a co-star, or yeah. you know, you've got a one-scene read for. Well, a guest there star. are things with that. Like there are mom network groups where yeah. um, I had to do this a few months ago. Where I had to drop Lila off at uh, Amber. Mm-hmm. with a little Braxton. I was like, can you guys watch her for a few hours so I can go sing this ditty? Um, so there are support teams like that, which is mm-hmm. nice. Uh, Marie and I were even just talking about that today. But... Yeah, and they dropped Declan off so they can go take it, do a photo shoot. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, and it's important to be able to do something like that. But if you've booked something and you're due to be on set and your baby gets sick... Yeah. For me, it's baby. I but mean, here, but, but then you can't you can't back out of the job if you're actually going to be shooting it because like, but it's oh also, God. But it's also the notion of... Okay, well, how do you pay for baby? Without doing the job. Exactly. <laughs> I know. It's such a catch-22. Yeah, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. I know. And I, th- I think that that's one of those things that, like, every time we have a financial kerfuffle, I'm the one that takes this the worst. Amelia, that's a great word. And I feel, I feel bad for you because you take the brunt of it. My anxiety financially shoots through the roof. Yeah. I have emotional breakdowns at 2 o'clock in the morning. You do. And I Amelia know. peels me off the ceiling. I and do. it's <laughs> like, a, like such a... S- like I'm so lucky, but Aww. it's uh, such a compliment to you as a partner and as a, a wife and mom that you're just able to receive all of that Aww, thanks, and baby. go, 
all right, you're crazy, but let me take care of you. <laughs> take but a with the, deep without breaths, judgment. Let's talk. Yeah, with no, no judgment. Safe space, no judgment. Let's talk it out. Whereas, whereas I, I'm just like, F it, get through it. <laughs> And that's yeah. my attitude toward you, which is like not super helpful. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> or as accommodating. Um, but I think it's because, um, and I've said this to Amelia a handful of times throughout a relationship, uh, and we talked about it a little bit on the pilot, I believe. Like, hmm. you decided to do this as a child. I did. Five I, years old, I knew from then on this was forever. I, what I decided was to do. do this as a grown adult. Yeah. So. And how does that differ yeah. from being like the childhood dream versus you choosing to do this as an adult? Well, and then there's yeah. the like, because I've always wanted to be a dad. And I've always wanted. So to be a mom. there's like certain aspects of the of like childhood fantasies. Like I was, oh, who was I talking to? I was talking to Ashley Eskew, who she and I studied abroad together, and we ran into each other at Equinox Hollywood. <laughs> And we were working out and we were just talking and she's like, man, out. you know, you're really, you're doing it. I was like, I'm doing, excuse me, what do you mean? Oh. She's like, no, I remember, you know, all those years ago you said, you know, you're going to find a woman, you're going to marry her and you're going to be in LA and you're going to be an actor and you're doing all those things. And I had a moment of, oh. I am, I am, I am. like and as a compliment, yeah. but there's, am I doing it well? Maybe. <laughs> well, what's the scale of well? I well, feel like because we always we always end up saying like, what is success? Because success, it mm-hmm. is. It's so different to different people. There are levels of success of you're on the cover of the magazines, you're a list, and then there's you're a working actor and you're able to support your families and your life yeah, being an actor. We're not there yet either. We're, no, 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 not yet, not yet. But when you look back on what we've done since we've been here. Yeah, we've accomplished and a lot more. And we do more. say this, you know, every time we have that moment of, we need a why talk. are we here? You know, we can do what we're doing anywhere because we're not blah, blah, blah. We have done more than a lot of people do. And we're going to keep going, but it's important to put it into perspective when we have moments like that because since becoming a parent, it's way easier to freak out over things like that. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I have to say, um, I really, I'm terrified certain weeks, months, depending on what my income level is at my day job of like, we really like, cause we have like no savings where we're nearly paycheck to paycheck, if not completely paycheck to paycheck. And it's like, Whoa, what are we doing? I'm sure your dad, if he was listening to this, would be like, you're making your own choices. You're adults. It's your life. You got to live it. it. (laughs) That's my dad's first. I'm not telling you what to do. It's your life. You got to live it. He's also our financial planner. So (laughs) I don't, I don't think he, he's like the smart thing to do is this. However, the smart thing to do is whatever <laughs> thing you feel like you should do, do the opposite because that's smarter than what you're doing right now. But we are incredibly lucky that we have families who support us yeah. emotionally, no. financially yeah. when we need it. Yeah, they're with there what for we, us. with what we're doing. And, and I think that to circle back to the notion of prioritizing, I'm always left feeling like I don't prioritize myself until I get defensive about it and like yes. get visceral about it. Can we about talk it. about an example of that that just popped into my head? What, me going to the, the gym? gym. Can we can You we don't think that's where I was going directly? <laughs> I thought I was just going directly there. Is that just where you were going I thought with I was just. I thought oh I was opening up the God. door for you to walk through it. Go for it. You, you, you can begin. Oh, um, I appreciate that. Thank you. I love it when you hold the door hold for me. the door for you. Um, okay, so... so uh, Before Lila was born. Okay, let's, let's preface this a little bit. I've always been a dancer... And that sort of workout. Jason is more before we even before started we dating. even before we even dating. Yeah. Um, 
And I took it very seriously, and I would do dance class, bar classes especially. Uh, the heated ones were just, ugh, my favorite. And then I got really sick in 2012, and yeah. my body, I kind of got a little scared of it, and I was like, holy cow, you've crashed once, you could crash again, and I got mm-hmm. scared to push it, and I wasn't really working out much after that, yeah. and it took a lot until we were married, and Jason was like, come do this workout with me, and I was like, it's I don't crazy. know about that, because y- we had tried to work out previously. That's one of the sources of one of, of the one big fight the we ever had. biggest fight we ever had. Um, we just approach it very differently. Mm-hmm. And I was I nervous. I don't coach you anymore. Yes, we've learned that Jason can't be drill sergeant for me well, when it comes to working out because I do not respond well to that. <laughs> you don't really respond at all. <laughs> kind of curl up into a ball. I just curl up and, and then cry. I shout louder, and then you shout even more. Help. And then it's like, oh, God. Um, so we learned that about each other. Uh, and we respected that. And then a couple years after that, you went, I really want to do this together. And I went... Okay, and we started going. Oh, that just made me think of something that you never did. What? Spartan race, but anyway. Keep going. No, doesn't mean we won't. Doesn't mean we won't. But, but. yeah, but it didn't happen before. Yeah. Miss Lila Lady. Yeah. Um, but so he said, Let's, I really want to do this together. It's a way to guilty. connect. I, I do a little <laughs> I'm bit. Kidding, I'm kidding. I do a little bit. No, I want to do the spouse one. Have Where you seen? I'm carrying you? Yeah. Uh, oh, bum. You want me to carry you the whole way? <laughs> Great, a hundred five. Although I'd be really bruised too, because of if you're doing it, and um, you know, but it'd be fun. And you, the the problem, okay, see here, if, if we did that, <laughs> to just like this is a big left turn. If we did that, I would treat you like a sack of potatoes, That's or true. I'd be too gentle with you. Neither there's of which no we, in between. There's uh, we'd one of win which, the one way. Well, yeah, if I treated you like a sack of potatoes, we'd win, but you'd and be I'd dead. be so <laughs> beat up. And then if if we, you were gentle with me, then we wouldn't, and then you'd be mad that we didn't win. <laughs> Because <laughs> you too, couldn't. Too nice to. Oh my gosh. Um, but so, yeah, you had said, I really want to do this together. And I was like, all right. And you said, let's we'll do this workout. And I was like, what? Um, and it started getting ready for our wedding. Oh, yeah. We did uh, that, um, that beach and body one workout. And two, and yeah, one and it was, two. Uh, was it Sean, Sean T? T25. Uh, and I had so much fun. And I was like, oh my gosh, it can be fun to work out this way, not in dance. With my husband, and we had yeah, fun. class and then, formats. And cla- yeah. When he's not the one coaching me. When he's not the one coaching me. Uh, and then we did, can, can we can we mention it? Or are you going to consider it a read? No, what, talking about Orange Theory? Okay, cool. So Orange Theory, uh, <laughs> we started going. With, yeah. five, we were going five days a week at the 6.30 a.m. class for a long time, and we really hit our groove of we'd wake up. There were certain mornings where I'd look at him and go, I hate you right now. I love you. But I hate, but I hate you right now. It's 5.45. But I also think it's like a bed. really good movement forward in you as a human being that you're able to understand <laughs> that you can have those two emotions at the same time. I hate you in this moment. Them. And but voice I love them. you very much. As opposed to just swallowing them. That's and true. And being upset. But we would go, we'd work out. We had so much fun. I learned that I actually enjoy weightlifting, which I didn't like. Yeah. I still don't love cardio. I'm not a fan of the tread. But I did love the rower and the weights. And then we'd come home and Jason would walk the dog and I would make dinner. and We'd sit and have Breakfast. breakfast. You said make dinner. I would make breakfast at seven thirty in the morning, not not dinner. Um, sometimes I make breakfast for dinner. This is true. <laughs> but he would walk the dog, and I'd make breakfast, and I'd pack your lunch, and we'd sit and we'd have breakfast, and then you would shower and go to work, and then I would shower and go to work, and it became like our routine. Routine. And my dad says there are certain times where you say communicating mostly by rumor, and those early years of marriage, sometimes we would not see each other again until eleven thirty or midnight. Yeah. And that morning workout became our thing, and we loved it. So we did it until I was seven and a half months pregnant with Lila, mm-hmm. and doctors went, time to slow down. Um, since she's been born, I think I've been to the gym six times. <laughs> so 
seven at the most. Well, we joined. We joined uh, like a bougie Hollywood gym because they had daycare. But they didn't really have daycare. They didn't really have daycare. Um, um, and that was we could never do the classes when they were yeah, offered. And it was two hundred. It was almost five hundred dollars a month. Ridiculous amount of money. Then I joined a not so bougie gym in Hollywood. That's twenty dollars. Twenty dollars because of my SAG so membership. So we canceled the other one. Um, but Jason, something that he needs for his mental health and clarity, which I know, I do know, is getting to the gym, working out. No, here's the problem is that I'm a morning, I, I do best going to the gym in the morning, but I don't always get out the door. So when Lila was little, we did get into a tiff because he was like, you have to be my partner. You have to kick me out of bed in his, you know, drill sergeant kind of unheated way. Kick me out of bed. I don't care. When the alarm goes at 5 a.m., you kick me out. And as he's sleep deprived and we're new parents and the alarm goes, I'm like, honey, go to the gym. He'd be like, okay, five more minutes. And I go, okay. And then we'd both fall back asleep with and the baby nursing. Make that her fault. And then it was my fault. <laughs> well, clearly, I'm sure everyone who listens to this can definitely <laughs> totally say totally my fault that you didn't get out of the bed. Amelia's fault for her that grown I didn't adult. Kick him out of the bed. For her grown adult husband not getting himself up and out of bed. And we had multiple arguments Sorry over like that. two months of I'm not going, I'm your partner. I support you, but I'm not going to kick you out of bed if I see that you need the sleep, but if you need to go, go. So it didn't happen for a while and we decided he really needs to do it. And there are certain mornings where we go, all right, do it. And we prioritize. And then there are certain mornings where Lila's been up and we don't. It just happened this morning. Well, yeah. You know? It also happened this morning because you forgot. You that didn't stew. happen till 1130 in the morning. Well, I'm she, talking, I'm she talking go down 6 for a nap. a.m. I know because Lila didn't go down for her yeah. morning nap is planned. Nothing can be easily scheduled with the baby, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is something we we intellectually understood. I don't think it's something we'll ever but actually <laughs> understand. I think you it's think, I think oh, she naps at nine AM and one PM, but that doesn't always happen. No, I don't even think we intellectually understand it. I think we existentially understand it. Existentialism. No, like we understand that there's this <laughs> notion of a schedule that could or should Or like the notion that like be okay, cool, yeah. Babies can disrupt a schedule. Mm-hmm. But that won't be us. And I think that's still in our head somewhere. Like, yeah. oh, we're going to be fine. And so I think of things like, um, like if I got a last minute audition, if I'm a, like in, and it's a day off and you're teaching or, you know, like all these things. It's like, man, right. like how do I, do I end up going to this audition? Do I bring of my baby with? Of course you would. Of course you would. And in that case, I would say to the student, hey, the baby needs to be with us during this lesson for a little while. Or what if you're out? And I'm with the baby. And you're with baby. Do and I you get a last minute. And I'm already at... Do, do I bring the, bring the baby in the room and do the read with the baby? I mean... It's happened. It's it's happened before. Was it... Uh, I mean... Charlie, Charlie was like, dude, if you do it, sometimes it helps you get it the It helps role. you get the part. You know, you never know. Um, but no, back, back to the gym, though, because we were just discussing... Um, as we were saying, you know, you can get you can get heated and you can no. get uh how dare you <laughs> and you were like, I have to go to the gym minimum four times a week. I have to. I do. But the thing <laughs> is, one thing Jason and I are not good at as far as prioritizing ourselves and our own health, baby goes to sleep at a decent time and we still don't go to bed till almost one o'clock. And then baby's up at five thirty six. That is something we're trying to get better at for our own mental health. And then he goes, So I'm gonna get up and go to the gym at five and it's two AM and I'm like, You are crazy pants right now. No. Sometimes it happens. <laughs> Sometimes it happens. And he was like, well, what else can I go? And I was like, all right. And I was trying to be a problem solver. <laughs> conversation. Trying to be like, you know, chill and rational. And I was like, on your way home from work, you could go. Or when she's down for her morning nap on your days off, you can go. And you found a reason 
to say no Pardon and me. negate and fight back on every example or suggestion that I was giving. I was, uh, but I honestly don't think I was just being a contrarian. I think that like my opinion of how and when I go to the gym, it's, I think. Well, it sets up the rest of your day. Yeah, and it also becomes from do, uh, doing athletics in high school. Like yeah. having the morning, you'd, you'd, the mor- you'd have a morning workout before the yeah. school day and then you'd have afternoon. I'm all for, and I've said this, I'm all for you getting up and going at 5 a.m. You just can't put the alarm on and then snoo- you know, snooze and snooze and snooze. Yeah, so and then I was spend like, an hour okay, and a half cool. and sleep in the guest room. And I was like, no, you can't sleep in the guest room. We have to sleep in the same bed and, you know, snuggle and, you know. But it is that whole thing of <laughs> doing what you need to do for you. The physical aspects of being married? The physical aspects of being married, um, but also being respectful and courteous of, of my needs and what I need in the morning because I've always just been the yeah, kind of person you need of, to get your husband out of bed. <laughs> I got to <laughs> kick you out of bed in the morning. It's a joke. But please, no, that, that please, whole thing of <laughs> for years I didn't say anything because I, I, I'm such a people pleaser. I want to make sure he was happy. But when he wakes up and goes to the gym, I, I have a hard time falling back asleep. And now that she's here, it's like I need that extra hour or two. So if you're not going to actually get up and go, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> but if you're going to get up and go, I understand. Welcome to married life, guys. Um, <laughs> but <you know. laughs> but I think that's so like. But it's something you need to do for you, and I respect that. And so to circle back priorities, to you prioritizing getting back to class, or yeah. me being in class, or what have you. It's that all right. This is serious for your health, for our relationship as uh, as a married couple. We have to have a negotiation about like what right. we can afford to do. But then for your relationship with your career you, and the aspirations and growth of your career, it's like, well, if you don't do these things, are you feeding it? Are you nurturing it? Are you helping it grow? Are you helping sustain it? And I think for us that that's like a, the ever constant the negotiation ever constant. and struggle. Yep. Yep. Because I, I look at my friends who don't have kids. I'm like, man, I feel like they're so much more accomplished. Because well, they have more energy. So, they have more energy and they have more but free then we time. Have other we friends, don't have free time anymore. Yeah, but then we have other friends who like have kids and they're doing great too. Yes, but that's when we have to sit in and go, we're still in the first year here. And yeah. that first year really does turn your world upside down in the best possible way, even when it's hard. And we have that added complication of we don't have the standard stable career. Stable career. And putting it together, and it's a work in process, and it's a flow, and I'm so grateful to be doing yeah. this with you. Oh, I wouldn't no. want to do I this with anyone else. <laughs> well, also, I don't think anyone else would do this would with Would understand. <laughs> there's there's literally dozens of people, if not hundreds of people, that would do this with you. Aww, You're the Eddie. only person that's masochistic <laughs> enough to do it with me. <laughs> You're the, you know, the only person who's... I love you, mean I, it. I mean, big heart. No, I, I really do. You. I love you. I'm very you. grateful for you because I don't think... I don't know that I would still be doing this if it weren't for you. I don't think I'd still be an actor. What? Yeah, because I uh, and it's nothing to do with um, oh, baby. wanting to quit or anything no, like that. No, that just warmed my heart big time. But it's the the notion of like I am here in part from your influence when I looked at you, when I looked up to you when I was younger than you because I'll always be younger than you. <laughs> I married um, a younger man, y'all. But. It's the thing you're like, all right, cool. I moved here. I made certain financial sacrifices. I made certain mm-hmm. choices. Now what? Now what? And I feel like if I quit, 
I'm going to be letting myself down, not because I'm a quitter or not because I've somehow failed or I'm going to go someplace and not be an actor, but because I made these commitments, not just to myself, but to my partner. Yeah. And I made, because these will um, hopefully financially, but definitely spiritually (laughs) and emotionally fulfill me. And if I'm not fulfilled and I'm not whole as as an artist and I'm not pursuing that growth and that solemnity, God didn't know how that word was going to end up in there. (laughs) Uh, As an artist, I can't be whole for my wife, for my daughter, for my dog, for (laughs) (laughs) my friends, my family. And I I think that that's one of those things that maybe people who are an artist don't understand. Don't fully that like yeah, the struggle's real, but the struggle's part of the beauty. Yeah, like I not that I feel bad because you know it would be nice, but like there's a certain beauty and romance to struggle that when somebody just kind of pops up out of literally nowhere. Which doesn't really happen. No, it happens occasionally, like but so, once in a so blue occasionally. moon. Because, because of some extenuating circumstance that put them in that situation right, and right. they were able to maximize everything. Great for them, happy for them. But like there's part of me that actually kind of pities them. That like, oh, you don't know what you have. Like, mm-hmm. And it's like if you... And that's one of those things that like um, anytime I meet like a somebody who's been with their childhood sweetheart their whole life or yeah, didn't have to date sweet. around. All of those things, I'm like, that's beautiful. That's yeah. lucky. Yeah. That's a rarity. It's very rare. It's beautiful, but very rare. But I feel like you appreciate so much more when you realize, oh my God, I hate dating. <laughs> like, And then yeah. you find your person. or you. F- Our first Rosh Hashanah together, that was kind of a, a moment like that with us. Remind for sure. <laughs> When we did our first Rosh Hashanah together and it was that moment of the beam was open and we stood up and we were holding hands and we just looked at each other. And we talked oh, about it right yeah. afterwards of, yeah, how important it is for us. And you didn't realize how important it really was until we were sharing that moment together yeah. to be with someone and who I you can th- share it with. I think that we, we've somehow figured out how to juggle all of these things. And we drop balls, 100%. We definitely feel like we fail. Left and right. Left and right. But the juggling continues and you pick up another ball and just keep on juggling. Keep on (laughs) juggling. Keep on Uh, juggling. So I would say in in my conclusion, (laughs) feel free to go on. Um, (laughs) I'm going to turn my mic off and leave. Um, Feel free to go on. In my my conclusion um, that it's really hard to financially, emotionally, and just a time, enough hours in the day to feel like you're giving 100% of yourself to the entertainment industry, 100% of yourself to your partner, and 100% of yourself to your children. And I think that... How do you do it? Yeah. But I think any day where you get even close... It's a win. Is a big enough win. Yeah that it just kind of puts shine on all the other <laughs> turd-like days. And, and but even the, quote, turd-like days are amazing. Yeah, well, as I a mean, because we're, we're really lucky. We're privileged. Um, and it's a really... And optimistic. Yes. But I think that to... to for me, I think the most important thing is that I have you. And that makes it all, Aww. well, like, I have the clarity of, like, all right, I'm going to be an actor. And now I have a why. 
uh, something Seth something Seth talks about what he in what he does in sales is like you have to explain to people your why. And it's like I I want to tell the I want to tell stories because when I tell the truth, I know I'm being a fulfilled person. So I do that so that I can be a good husband. So I tell stories. I'm a storyteller. I'm a creator because it's going to make me a better husband. Oh, and baby. I think that that's the perpetual why of I put up with the BS and the yeah. rigmarole of Hollywood. So what's your why? Wow. I've never thought about it that way. What's my why? Seth, God, I hope you listen to this. And yeah, you listen Seth, all the way through if you have time. <laughs> that's a good one, Seth. What is my why? I just think there's something to, and you've, you've heard me say it, and it's similar to what you just said, but creating art and staying true to who you are, life is too short and truly doing what you want to do and what you truly believe in to leave a mark on the world, on yourself and on your children and to teach them something. That's the why. And being married is one of the greatest joys of my life, and now that Lila's here, everything that I do, I go, all right, I want to show her, like what kind of example would I be setting mm-hmm. if I wasn't taking my own advice and doing what I truly believe in, in in life artistically and when we're able to, with charitable things that we've talked about of what we want to do. But no, the why, the why is passion and life is too short and now I'm just hearing Moulin Rouge in my head <laughs> what the the greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return and and the whole you know truth beauty and, and the art and the world and now I want to go watch Moulin Rouge but no the why is why not fair enough yeah I love you. I love you too. We got all introspective on this one. I should hope. <laughs> well, thank you all for, uh, for tuning in. <laughs> always. Always, always. Uh, Hopefully next week we'll have better quick guests. Yeah, but no, it's nice once in a while. Just no, I just want everyone to be healthy. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just want everyone to be healthy. We'll have a wonderful week, babe. I you too. Go upstairs and have dessert. But uh, I hope I see you between now. Between and now and, and next week, that would, that would be good. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewall. And this has been, been Married, married to, to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.